Hello, what's up? What's up? Hello, happy morning. Well, thank you all for being here. It's a, it's not a beautiful Sunday. It, every Sunday is beautiful. Every right? Sunday is beautiful. Come on. Every Sunday. With the raining, the water go through the plants. Come on, <laughs> it's beautiful. So beautiful. Nah, it's a, it's a rainy day here in Miami, Florida. Which is but, beautiful. But Joel has a shiny smile. <laughs> How you guys so, doing? Uh, there's so much to be thankful for. Um, I'm so happy to get the opportunity to speak with you today. Um, today is a special day, and that is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day! Happy Mother's Happy Day! Happy Mother's Day! Shout Hi, Mom! Happy Mother's Day! Hi, Joma! Happy Mother's right. Day! Shout out to Judy May. What's your mom's name? Eddie. Heidi. 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 Or Haiti in Spanish. Hey, hey, Shout yeah. out to Heidi. Hi, Haiti. Oh, my Hi, Spanish. Miss Judy. My Good Spanish mother. is terrible. But um, the Bible calls on us to honor our, our mother and our father. And so um, I always want to do that in Exodus twenty twelve. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving to you. So if you want a long life, honor your mother and father. It's a promise from God. And it's something I take seriously. So... <clears throat> um, today, you know, we're so, we're so blessed to have our mothers. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for God and mom, you know what I mean? We require mom and dad, but, you know, a lot of our mothers raised us. And so it's just so, we're so lucky to have them. Um, every mother you, that you have, you're specifically designed, you're designed for her and she's designed for you. And, um, and it's designed by God. It's, it's such a beautiful, intricate pattern that um, it, you can never really fully understand it, but you can, like, appreciate it in a sense. Like, you can't break it down scientifically, but you can appreciate, like, hey, my mom had the desire to take care of all my needs. My mom gave up, you know, doing other things to be there for you. Your mom gave up, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, taking care of other family members or dropping what they want to do or not watching TV so they could be there for you. And so we're all just so blessed uh, for that reason. And even if, you know, even if it's not your your biological mother, we all have, like, people that take care of us from children. Because as a child, you can't take care of yourself. Somebody had to do it. Somebody is there caring for you. And so we're just extremely, extremely blessed. Um. Proverbs thirty one thirty one says, Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. And so we're called to praise mothers, and we're called to honor them. And so, you know, there's just so much things that they do great. There's so much that we benefit, and we're so lucky. We're so lucky to be blessed with, with women in general, and, and mothers more importantly, more specifically. Uh, God said when he formed Adam, uh, he formed Eve. And he formed Eve because it was not good for man to be alone. In Genesis 2.18, God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So it's not just about... It's, just not, it's not just about two people being together. Like me and Joel, hey, you know, we're great friends. We have great chemistry as friends. And he's awesome. But we're not really designed in a sense of uh compatibility like uh, a man and a woman are and um and so god specifically designed eve for adam which 
more meant that women were designed for men and men were designed for women as well. They're, they were, quote, a, a suitable helper. And so <clears throat> I think it's interesting that he says suitable and he says a helper. Because women help us, right? It's not like they're just there. <clears throat> it's not like it's just a friend. But there's so much more than that. A helper is like somebody you need. You know what I mean? We all need help. We all need... We can't do things on our own. The helper on what? For him. <laughs> but the thing is, all right, if you have a 5,000-pound car, you can't lift it on your own. You can't, period. Well, okay, 10,000. Whatever amount of weight, you can't lift it. But if you get helpers, you can lift it. And when I think about women and helping, I think about, like, emotional, emotional help. Probably because that's what I need most. You know what I mean? Is emotional, like caring, emotional stability, emotional providing. And so I think that's something that's so important to me that I'm so thankful that God, you know, put women in my life that could do that for me and, and assist me. Um, assist me in what I need and I want to be a helper as well. I want to help and I want to serve and I want to, you know, be there for them as well. But it's great to have somebody to to be there for and to help and it's also great to have other people to help you as well um, I wrote that God gave men and women characteristics to support each other where one's strengths are the other's weaknesses and this is done in the order of compatibility it's a reason, it's a reason that they say opposites attract so if you have two people that are stubborn with no patience you're not going to have a relationship You're gonna have, if you have two people that say don't ever talk to me again. And then they both say it, or one person says it, guess what? You know, you can, you can call it an end. But if you have one person that's stubborn and impatient, and you have another person with amazing patience, and they can, like, you know, withstand the, the you know, terrible behavior of the other person, that's the only way that person, the stubborn person, is going to find a partner, or going to find somebody to be with, is they need that, that opposite personality. It's, it's, it's absolutely essential or else it just won't work. And so I think that's a beautiful thing about how God designed people. He designed everybody for, everybody's designed to have a partner. Everybody's designed to be loved and to love others. And everybody's designed to have certain strengths. And there's other people that, we all have strengths and weaknesses. And there's others that have uh, strengths that fill our weaknesses and we have strengths that fill others weaknesses and so I think one thing that a lot of people forget to realize is that you know it's easy for to forget your strengths because it's so easy that to look at your weaknesses like you could be good at 10 nine things and bad at one but because that one holds you back you know you constantly like demean yourself or you feel bad about it or you try to overcome it but sometimes the easiest thing to do is just fill that one weakness with a void of somebody that has that as a strength. And so um, maybe you're good at nine things. You have a weakness of one, but you find somebody that's not good at nine things, but has that strength in that one area. And now you have compatibility. You have, you've covered all the areas. And so it's just something to think about. Um, there's two amazing mothers in the Bible. And the mother of all mothers is Mary, Jesus's mother. And what she did is, you know, I can't say enough about it. Um, 
she when God came and asked her to conceive a child without a man, she was willing. She said, let it be done. God specifically chose her because of her obedience and willing spirit. If God told me that and I was a woman, I'd be like, uh, no thanks, bro. <laughs> like, like <coughs> send that baby somewhere else. Um, she, she overtook challenge and she did it with a great attitude. She did it with positivity. And then not only did she have an obedience obedient spirit she had to go against like she basically completely put her put joseph in a terrible situation because she's like okay we're not married and i'm gonna have a child we're not married and i'm having a child that doesn't belong to you we've never been together and i'm having a child so how does that make her look you know what i mean it makes her look so bad that 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 is the lowest of the low and she had to take that she had to take that on, even though she didn't bring it on herself. She did it for God. She took all the pressure of society, all societal rules, and she took on that pressure willingly and obediently. And that's something that I don't have the strength to do that. I'll just say it straight up. And so I give Mary, you know, I call her the mother of all mothers. And I just like the way that sounds. You have Jesus is the king of kings and Mary, the mother of mothers. I just like the way it sounds. It rings nice. But so she took that on. And then she took on Joseph with his challenges. And God was able to convince Joseph. But then after that, she was being hunted for her life. They wanted to kill Jesus. She had to escape. She had to hide. She had to run. As soon as they had Jesus. She had Jesus in a manger. <laughs> Basically in a, in a farm building. You know, in the middle of nowhere. With, you know, open to the air. And then as soon as they have jesus they have to hide so they go to egypt for seven years so they have to run again so she's constantly running in her, in her life and these are all things that she did it willingly she did it obediently she did it trusting god and she did something amazing that changed the world and and birthing jesus and so um i'm just so thankful for that you know for her sacrifice her sacrifice had an impact on me it had an impact on you it had an impact on every person in this world. Um, whether you agree to it or not, guess what? The time is either AD or BC, right? Um, there's just things that are, that are impacted by Jesus that you wouldn't even realize. You know, like, how much more crime would there be in the world if we didn't have Jesus? How much more respectful are people if we, you know, if Jesus never existed? It, it'd be drastically different. We're very fortunate. Uh, we're very fortunate for Jesus, and I'm very thankful. So all of Mary's sacrifices, I'm so thankful for. But one thing that, you know, I think is important is that people realize, you know, just as you're learning Christianity, is that Mary is not Jesus. Mary is not a God. And so a lot of Christian religions, they look at her like she is God, like she is uh, a miracle worker. And that, that's not what she is. Mary is the mother of Jesus. Jesus is a miracle worker. Jesus is God. And so I think it's just important that you understand the distinction between like man and God. Man, we have faults. We're not perfect. We do the best we can. We do everything we can. And we're our best when we're with Jesus. And that's, that was her best. She was the closest to Jesus. She birthed Jesus. Jesus. But Jesus is, Jesus is God. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus died for your sins. And so he's, he's the one to worship. Um, 
he's the one to worship, but I have I have gratitude and respect and, and admiration for Mary, you know, extreme admiration. So that's the mother of all mothers. And some people would argue that Sarah was a mother of all mothers. Sarah um, was Abraham's wife, and she had a baby at 90. Hold on, let me make sure... And she was the oldest one. So Sarah had a baby at 90. Um, so essentially, God promised Abraham, Abraham a baby. And she was married to Abraham, and she was advancing in age. And they had given up hope. They had given up hope to the point where... And remember, Abraham, Abraham is the, the founder of... Judaism and Christianity, and really the founder of of um, uh, Islam, right? I, I, as far as my understanding is Islam as well, and so Abraham's a founder, and and so God promised him a child through Sarah, and Abraham started having children with you know the, the helpers, the other women in the house, the nanny essentially, and he um. And he conceived child, a child with them, but it wasn't the promised child. It wasn't the, the child that was promised to Sarah. And so Sarah had a, a baby at 90. And so, you know, they obviously didn't give up hope. They kept trying. And so they had faith. And Abraham had a promise. He had a promise and he had faith and he had action. But he also had disbelief. He also had a plan B. <laughs> he didn't need a plan B. He didn't need a second, a second option. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he didn't understand in full. You know, I can't really, you know, step in his position. But the thing is, is that they gave up on God's promises, but God never gave up on his promise. God's promises always come true. So the thing I do is I recommend to you is listen. Listen for God's promises and then hold them to it. Because a God promise is like gold. It's money in the bank. <laughs> Shorty what you drink. God's promises and money in the bank. So that's something that you can find God's promises in the Bible. You know what I mean? There's a lot. And, um, and they're, the best, they're the best thing ever because it's guaranteed. 100% is better than any, any value that exists in this world. So Sarah gave birth to Isaac. <clears throat> And so the importance of Abraham and Isaac <clears throat> is that Abraham is like, I think he's 28 generations from Jesus. So Sarah gives birth to Isaac. Isaac gives birth to Jacob. And then 14 more generations, you get to David. And then 14 more generations from David, you get to Jesus. And so 28 generations. And so Sarah had to have that baby. They had planned Jesus all the way from the beginning. She had to have that baby. If she didn't have that baby, there's no Jesus. No Jesus, life sucks. So, <laughs> it does. It really, I mean, think about the people in that time. You can, compare, you can compare life before Jesus and life after Jesus. And you see how they live. You see the rules that were created. You see how people manipulate the rules. You see how people, people help people from God. They created in people's mind. I mean, I would say this is all like the devil's work, but they created in the mind that you can't talk to God 
It can only be... Well, I shouldn't even say that's the devil's work. That was God's rules, I guess. That's the rules God had then. God changed it. But you couldn't talk to God one time a year. Only the high priest could talk to God. Yeah, because so, in the years, they're, they're really... Remember when Jesus was here already, um, when they killed him, the Romans, remember, they already have a, a judgment. They got Caesar, all the things. So they already have another release. And when judge... And when Jesus tried to accomplish and just come, say, listen, I just do what my father wanted me to do. Who's your father? They always got a question, who's your father? Things like, they don't believe who he was until the sacrifice, and then when sacrifices, remember, the earthquake come, they destroy the building, so. Mm -hmm. And then the last part I have, well, it's not the last, hold on. Well, I'll go into one other thing, I'll come back to this. So, you know, just women in general, I thought about, you know, what's the difference between women and men? And what do I appreciate about women? So I made a list that women, uh, you know, they're a blessing for me. They And this is all my perspective. And if it's different than your perspective, I totally appreciate that. But maybe we, we have some overlap. So women are patient, supporting, understanding. And this, this applies to mothers even more. It's someone to have your back. Someone to make sure your needs are met. Women are scientifically better at reading facial expressions and body language. They're generally more alert and in tune with others. Women care more about how things look and how they look and take much longer to prepare getting ready or getting things ready. And they think more about others when getting ready. They prepare more, more uh, detailed when they go out. For example, like a baby bag, you gotta, you see mothers that have like every possible thing that could be needed. Um, or even like just pumping in advance, you know what I mean? It's things that have to be done, that they have to do in advance. Uh, women carry things that may be needed. So my mom, I used to always give my mom things to carry in her purse. She had a big purse all the time. And in her purse, she had everything. She had first aid kits. She had Advil. Anybody want Advil? Anybody? Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> everything you could think of like every little thing and so hey mom can you carry this yeah i got you oh this is heavy will you carry it yeah i got you and so that's just an example i do that to my girl too women have a greater attachment to their kids they give birth i mean <laughs> they have a greater pain tolerance so imagine if you had less pain tolerance and you gave birth that'd be a, a nightmare uh they'd listen better and have better emotional understanding they have less problems with the law, less arrest. They can withstand hard times and situations better. They're more focused on helping others. So if you look at traditional uh, women's careers, you can see like nursing, teaching, daycare is all like about other people. And a lot of women I know get satisfaction from helping other people and, and the involvement of that. So even professions where they would get they should get paid more. But if they're like, okay, I'll be helping people, then I'll take that as part of my pay. And so it's really like a sacrifice of not only are they helping people and they feel good internally, but they're, they're assisting other people. Um, I'd say more clean and organized. And they have to deal with like monthly problems. You know what I mean? I don't have to deal with any of that. And they have to overcome that. And um, so I give them credit for that. And... The last thing I had about women, I'm going to turn to you. So remember the other day we're running and Joel sees 
in a car, a woman that looked like his mother, right? And it brought a lot of emotion to him. A lot of emotion. I know he's trying to avoid it. I know he's trying to avoid it, but it's important, right? And so tell tell the audience what you'd like them to know about about mothers. Um well. Yeah, it's a lot of things you can remember about your mom. My mom, sample. Uh but this is the point when you're when you are a kid. You run to your mom. All the That's time. so true, right? Anything. <laughs> when you're a teen, oh, please draw me right here. Oh, not go see my friends. Not talk to me. It happens to everyone. When you are probably 18, 20, 21, oh, she's so wrong. I don't even want to deal with her. But when you come to our age, 33, 35, 40 days, you just analyze and realize she was right. You just, you don't see it. You was blind. It's like Jesus. You never see Jesus in the ages either. Sometimes you do, but not 100% do you want to see it right now. It's the same thing with your mom. Oh, my mom used to do this. Oh, my mom used to do that. Well, I agree, mom. And, and unfortunately, pain is like when she's gone forever. That's the important thing. When she's going forever, you're going to regret so much. You're going to go nowhere. You're gonna scream, nowhere. You try to look at it up, you try to look at it down. She's not there anymore. I don't wanna curse because I do this, you know, it's an open thing, but I just wanna tell you this. Why you waste, why you, you see time that you wasting, you don't know about Jesus? Today's a special day for Mother's Day. Yes, it is a special day. It has to be every single day. Cause you only gonna take one, oh, you got it right now, you buy a rings, you buy a heart, chocolate, you buy the whole things you can buy for your mom. Roses. Once in a year. But she's doing you 365 days. So, you're thinking that's compensation. Oh, you're the best man. I love you. <laughs> no. Don't tell me you are the one that you care about her daily. Don't tell me you are grown up like young. Far away. Tell me you remember every day. You call in every night. Don't tell me that. That's a lie. Some people do. Probably from 10 to 1. But it's time right now. You thinking, if you're thinking how Jesus was and Jesus how reacting and how put Mary and all the Sarah and everybody here, thinking about your mom too. To this matter, it's a special day. Yeah, it's a special day. For me, it's every day, regular day. You know what? Yeah. I mean, far away from her and talk to her daily. That's no problem. And you guys, you guys have her here. So you're thinking about it, thinking like, oh, damn, my mom. Yeah, your mom. She give a birth. Maybe she's not wise. Maybe she's not anything about computers. She don't know anything about music. They don't know anything about those things. It's different generation. But she made for you accomplish to make sure you have that generation. So, Happy Mother's Day to everyone. Um, and the only thing is like, please, uh, if you have mom and she struggle, uh, don't avoid the struggle. Just help her out. It's, it's not about talking about money all the time. They're talking about things like, mommy, what can I do for you? You know, I don't got much, but I got my time, sharing time. You see people's success, you see between doctors, 
architects, lawyers, you see everyone get to the top of the sky. But when you're talking about family, oh, she's fine. No, she's not fine. She's missing you. And today, probably is your first step. Go back, talk to her, call her, hey, mom, how you doing? And do the next day as a team. And then find out, because when she's gone, papa or mama, she's gone. She's gone forever. Hey, you're going to be with Christ, yeah. But it's not the way you feel in your the smell, the, the hearts, it's, not, it's completely different. So thinking about that a little bit. How are you? Yeah, that's great. I'm learning. So thank you for that. And then quickly, through our exercises, you know, just an idea that uh, our values at, at Connecting Christ, exalt the Lord, our God, raise up Jesus. We follow Jesus in his words. We don't judge others. We avoid criticizing others. And we don't want our money, but we encourage you to help others, to help those in need. Um, and, and it's something that I, I challenge you, you know, as we come out of the situation and the way things are now. People need help. People need help all over the world and, and take that initiative. And it's not just that you should help. Like, you're, the way I would say it is that you're commanded to help others. And so, you know, just, just take that initiative, initiative where you can. Um, you know, find, find people that need help and, and help them out. And so that's, uh, that's our values. Um, you know, three deep breaths. Breathe in all your oxygen. Breathe in Christ. Bring him into your soul. Breathe out any negativity, bad spirit, stress. Um, you know, things you're worried about. Worry. Let him go. Let Christ have your worry. Let Christ have your stress. So let me get one deep one in. Next advice. Ask God for direction in your day, week, and month. Every decision you're making, every hard decision... You know, rely on God. Ask God. Ask others around you, but ask God. Affirmations. Remember, God, the way God thinks about you is going to affect how you think about yourself. And you're an overcomer, a champion. You're made by design. You're special, important, a masterpiece, favored, empowered, supported, equipped. Um, you're strong, intelligent, and loved. And remember that God is perfect. The way that God did things is perfect. He didn't make a mistake with you. He wasn't... It wasn't that he wasn't sure and he just picked something out of a hat. He didn't flip a coin. You're made on purpose, by design. Every quality you have, if you think it's a negative quality, that's an essential quality. If you think it's something bad, it's not bad, it's good. God designed you with that, with that reason. And God's perfect. So when, you question, when we question ourselves, when we question how we are, we also question God's design. And so don't question God because he's perfect. You're going to learn why things are the way they are. It'll come, you know, with time and patience. You, you get an understanding. And so, you know, I just, I just, you know, plead with you for that. And there's also scientific research, research that shows that when we value ourselves, we have a better lifestyle. We have a better enjoyment um, in our minds and then how we portray ourselves to others. So the more we value ourselves the better we portray ourselves to others. And so it's just extremely important. You guys can read the research on that um, on perspective and communication research. So that's extremely important. And practice gratitude. You know, say thank you to those around you. We talked about saying thank you to, mo you know, your mother, but it d doesn't need to stop you from saying thank you to anybody else in this world. 
And there's people that need to hear it. There's people that when you hear it, it's going to change their life. It's going to change their day. And honor and value people. Being, being Christian, being about God is about honor. And it's about valuing people. And so just take that opportunity every chance you get. Yes, completely true. All right, so now we're going into <clears throat> division over who Jesus is. Is John 7, 25. And this is a long one, so I'm going to read through it as quickly as I can. And then we'll go through it quickly, and we're going to wrap up. We won't make it too long today. So division over who Jesus is. At that point, some of the... Well, let me go back. So we're at the Festival of Tabernacle. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to summarize. We're at the Festival of Tabernacle. Jesus says, I'm not going. And his brothers go, and the disciples go. But then he goes um, disguised. And nobody knows who Jesus is. And then Jesus gets up and gets ready to pray. Or I mean to preach. And he starts preaching. Mm -hmm. And people are like amazed at what he's saying. And they're questioning whether he's a Messiah or not. So we continue from there. Division over who Jesus is. At that point, some of the people of Jerusalem began to ask. Isn't this a man they are trying to kill? Here he is speaking publicly. And they are not saying a word to him. This is pretty exciting. This gives me, it gives me chills. Have the authorities really concluded that he is a Messiah? But we know where this man is from. When the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus, still teaching in the temple courts, cried out, Yes, you know me, and you know where I am from. I am not here on my own authority, but he who sent me is true. You do not know him. But I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. At this they tried to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him because his hour had not yet come. Still, many in the crowd believed in him. They said, when the Messiah comes, will he perform more signs than this man? The Pharisees heard the crowd whispering such things about him. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees sent temple guards to arrest him. Jesus said, I am with you for only a short time, and then I am going to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but you will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, where does this man intend to go that we cannot find him? Will he go where our people live scattered among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What did he mean when he said, You will look for me, but you will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. On the last and greatest, of the, greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone is, who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up until that, up to that time, the Spirit had not yet been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. On hearing, the, on hearing his words, some of the people said, Surely this man is a prophet. Others said, He is a Messiah. Still others asked, How can the Messiah come from Galilee? Does not Scripture say that the Messiah will come from David's descendants and from Bethlehem, the town where David lived? Thus the people were divided because of Jesus. Some wanted to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him. And the thing that I love about this is it, essentially to me it proves Jesus' power. And it proves that, that he had control on the cross, that he did it on a mission. He could have prevented the cross from happening, and any regular person would. I would have prevented it from happening. I would have used my godly skills to become king of the world. And I'd have Joel bowing down to me. <laughs> but I'm just a man. And Jesus is a God. And he's the Messiah. And he died for our sins. 
And so <clears throat> Jesus had power. Jesus is preaching and he knows what they're saying and he knows what they're thinking and he's addressing it and he's explaining to them. Listen, I come from God. I'll be in heaven. I come from heaven. I'll be there. You can't find me there. So he's telling them like they think that they can apply human principles to a God. And mm-hmm. they don't understand. And they don't understand his answers. And so I like how the Bible explains to us that they're listening to him, but they're getting the literal translation of it. Whereas Jesus is speaking about the, the spiritual translation of it. And so <clears throat> they're kind of on different wavelengths in communication. But Jesus is saying it more for like you and I than he is for the people there, if you think about it. Because he didn't break it down for the people there. He's like, once everybody knows everything, they're going to understand. And so he did break it down to an extent. He says, when you drink from me, living waters will flow through you. And by drinking from me, that means you believe in him. And so there's this analogy that's kind of hard to understand unless it's kind of broken down for you. And even when it's broken down, it's still kind of hard to understand. And so, so Jesus is saying that I'm the Messiah. He's declaring again, he's a Messiah. He came from God. And he's also explaining how him coming from God is said in the, in the Old Testament. Because what he says is everything in the Old Testament is true and it comes from Jesus. And it's about Jesus. It led to Jesus. And so what Jesus is doing is he's saying, okay, the Old Testament, the Messiah says the Messiah is supposed to be from Bethlehem. Well, they, they know Jesus, but they don't know he was born in Bethlehem. But Jesus is from Bethlehem, right? Mm-hmm. So we understand this as we're going through it. But if you're reading it for the first time, you might not, you might not get it. Um, there's a lot of other things that Jesus is explaining. And, and they're believing. They're like, man, this guy is doing miracles. What more could somebody do? What more could the Messiah do? And the guards, the Pharisees are, are incredibly angry. They're getting more angry with everything he says, and they want him stopped. But guess what? They can't stop him. They can't lay a hand on him. So that's kind of my like little short recap. We can go over it piece by piece. But what do you think, Joel? Uh, basically, I like when you read, uh, keeping in mind uh, what he said. You're going you gonna to try to look for me, you're not going to find me. I like that part. It's like us. That, 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 when he say that, that's telling to us because we make sins every day. And sometimes the sins take you to the stream. And sometimes you just want to say, God, forgive me. Or, you know, things like that. At the time, he was preaching and people believe in him. But the other people come to him, listen, you, especially you, he's telling for him, you gonna try to find me, you can find me. Because where I'm going, you, you're not gonna, you're not gonna. So he understands, oh, where's the man's go? It's the same thing for us, you know? It's the same thing, the same thing for us. I mean, you try to sometimes, oh God, so much, so many mistakes I make in my life, things like that. But in this case, this, this, this powerful right here is in the past. Right now the present is completely different because he already died for you. He already like, it is for you. So. If you're going to look for him, you will find him. This is different right now. And that time, he was living. And tell the, tell the people who, who go against him, you guys are going to find me. 
I go somewhere that you didn't even have an idea. And when you're gonna, if you, I mean, that's so easy to understand that part. But the other part is for us, like, we got so many things to, in, in life we can achieve. Um, it's easy to understand now. If you look for him, you just will find it anywhere. You don't have to go a certain particular place. Anywhere he is with you. The only thing you just gotta open your eyes and open your heart and let him know where he at. And uh, according to that also, people already cry out, oh, his man is so miracle. You say, he do a lot of miracles. But those miracles, we believe what, what we see. We have to believe what I see. If I see it's a miracle, oh, it's a miracle. But he don't need to show the miracle because we already knew. We already got this Bible. And I believe what the Bible say. That's a miracle. This, this to have this for years. That's a miracle. It's a miracle business. Itself, right? it's, a, it's incredible. You know, it's incredible. Seller. I can do right now. Uh, 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 I make a new, um, a new album, a new music. But to have this, this thing for period years and years and years, billions of years. 2020. Imagine that. And then it goes back from there too. Imagine that. So, it's that's a miracle, and that's a miracle we need to see. We don't see that one, but that's a miracle. And the power, and still sometimes, most of the time, for myself, it's like hard to understand. It. Like, wow, I just read this, now I'm going to read this. Or maybe I didn't read the other part. Say, wow. But I do that. And it's never finished. You try to accomplish, finish all the book, and never finish the book. And it, it is so hard. And, uh, but you know what? I think uh, with the timing, you will do that. And I hope... You understand a little bit more what we try to do or what John tried to do to you guys, you know? The other thing <clears throat> that is different among a lot of different churches, like even re religions outside Christianity, they believe Jesus was a prophet. Mm -hmm. And so they're questioning. Some people believe Jesus is a prophet and some believe he's a Messiah. And what so, the difference? So a Messiah is actually God. Uh -huh. And a prophet is somebody that God talks to. But he's a both. I mean, I believe he's a Messiah and he's a prophet. I put yeah, both a prophet is, is a much lower, yeah, but, lower see, thing. Uh, like Moses was a prophet. I got you. You're talking Moses about, much lower so you're talking about lawyer and paralegal. Something like that. They both do law. They both yeah. do law, but the same thing to me. <clears throat> Jesus, or Messiah... A prophet, he's everything. So he could be whoever he wants to become. But for me, Messiah, come for Jesus. Well, from, come for God. Prophet, he prophets, prophets inside everyone. So to me, it's everything. Is, he, you can call him labor. He's a labor man. You can call him construction. He used to do construction, man. So he don't have no title. He has all titles. Huh? He's all titles. So remember yeah. that. I mean... Pretty, oh, it's like, oh, because he's a doctor, I, I can, I could. No. He have, he, he's everything. He's a, he's a doctor, he, he's a lawyer, he's a lawyer, he's a construction, he's everything. The best judge. Exactly. Yeah. So we got to see, I mean, I see that, but I know you see that. But no, that's a great point. I learned something. So I, I see him like, like that. See, I, I don't give him no, no name because he's everything. So go ahead. No, that's, that's brilliant. And um, so basically what you're saying is like, they're not wrong. If they say he's a prophet, they're not wrong. But, um, you know, obviously, I, I feel like it, it sells them short 
and you know i believe he was a messiah but you know that was during his like loving life i you know i believe he's god you know part, you know, part of better, god what's better parts. than the king the king of kings no what is the better of the king what is the better of the king uh-huh i don't know what jesus yeah <laughs> yeah i mean so <laughs> Yeah, you just get it. The king is just a man. You know what I mean. Anything that's a man can never live up to. God. You can compare God yeah. to. You can compare God, Jesus to no one. It's even space. Is he's the Alpha and the Omega from day one. So, to me, the name he we know his name is Jesus. I understand that, but to me, it's like it's everything. We should call it everything actually instead. And so Jesus means a savior. You know what I mean. So. It's a savior. I mean, when you hear it, you just think of a name, right? We've been so accustomed to it just being a name. But what does it mean? It's a savior. So every time we hear Jesus say, there's a savior. There's a savior. The savior said this. The savior said. (laughs) Joel, savior. That's a good name for you. I like that name. JJ. JJ. I like that. JJ. There we go. All right, so... That's it. We'll pray out. Do you want to pray? All right. Let's do a prayer. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, Heavenly Father, so much joy you bring us today, especially in Mother's Day. We're going to remember months every day. But thank you so much for being with us, connecting with people that we never expected to connect. Uh, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for sending your son to do miracles and show us what kind of humans or, or, or save the humanity, the entire world. Also, we would like to thank you for all the work you've been doing, especially the disease that we have right now, letting go away. And please, uh, I'm asking you so hard, keep, keep uh, the people Show them you are the you are the one you are the the, the only way to we survive, especially in those times. Uh, I may say this: uh, we we thank you for everything we have, uh, our families, our moms, sisters, all the ladies here in the house. <laughs> and, but we can do currently with your son Jesus, who sacrificed for us. In the name of Jesus, Amen. 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 And. Thank you all. We love you. We appreciate you. And we appreciate mothers on this day, but we appreciate you as well. Every day. Um, Just as mothers have great qualities, you have great qualities. And I have to get to know you to break them down. But, you know, just remember that you're special. You're important. And, you know, we're doing this for you. Um, We want you to be closer with Jesus. We want to be closer with Jesus. We're learning every Sunday. Come learn with us. Add us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, message us, call us. Um, Wait, you know, what's the number? Send in, your, <laughs> send in your, uh, your comments, send in your testimony, send in your videos. We'd love to post them. Um, and so, you know, what's my number? 786 973 0686. There you go. But I prefer uh, emails. <laughs> but I'm here. I'm here for you guys. Send your videos, guys. If you send a video, you have any questions, sometimes you don't have to show your face, just asking the questions because sometimes it's like, I know how you can do that. Hey, you know what? My name is uh, Christy, or my name is Maria, or my name is whatever, or Jose, or whatever name you have. 
I got this situation. Yes, always saying because one thing is writing and you try to look for the perfect words. And to me, I prefer like voice, voicemail or something like that. You say, you know what, guys, I got this situation. Uh, I would like to ask you for advice. And as again, I can give you my advice, I can give you his advice, but we, we, I will try my best to give you the best advice you can. Um, that's all I can say. Right. Yeah, we're here for you. We want to support you. And we just, you know, I want you to decide today that this is going to be an amazing day and it's going to be an amazing week. Decide, declare it, uh, prophesy it, you know, say it that it's coming and then make it so. Have expectation, have joy, smile, make it great. All right? Great, guys. Have a good one.